Welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. Uh, and I'm just returned back to being Ali Bailey. Oh, mate. Just, I thought, this is great for four mm. weeks, but I've, now I've run out of creativity. So until my creativity comes back, I'll just be me. It's going to be me. Okay, that's all right. That sounds like the greatest showman, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. me. Yeah, this is just, just me for the day. Hello. Just boring me. Oh, no, we, ah. we love Ali. We love Ali. Hey, you are wearing, and it's sporting um, a, what looks like it could be, there could be one of two things. It could be like the furry thing that a boxer wears before they go to the ring, like sort yep. of like a, or it could be like a Viking style, like fur gilet throw, or it could yeah. be a dressing gown. It's one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with the Viking biking thing no it's actually my fluffy dressing gown because this i mean we might as well just get straight into what our win grim get in the bin is because my grim this week is that my uterus is trying to kill me this morning so i feel like shit do you are you finding this is getting worse with age i have literally just googled am i in perimenopause (laughs) (laughs) right listener if you think something's happening to you the best thing you could do is google it (laughs) and dr google says it could well be i don't know i i was trying to think whether it was getting worse every month or not some months it's fine some months it is just literally hey i've got a kebab stick and i'm gonna poke you and i'm gonna you know what i feel like it's you know those old-fashioned wire coat hangers yeah or someone sticks one of those up and then it pings out and then they slowly turn it round. that's what it feels like to me that's that's exactly what it feels like yeah i just got a little twinge there where it was like yep that's what it is hey and do you know what's even better i've got physio later so i'm gonna have to lie on my stomach while they pound my calves and so i don't know what worse what worse pain is going to be my uterus or my calves so great oh this is this is great this is great chat and Today you, is yeah. a great day. I, I can't really like give you, is it just one day that it's really painful? Or does it go on for days? Yeah, it's the crampy day. We call it the crampy day. Hey, I've got some intervals to run today as well. So I feel like actually moving and doing running and stuff really does help mm. to ease the symptoms. But at this stage of the day, when I wake up and my stomach is like in a knot, I'm like, I, I don't want to leave the house, but I will. I'll go out and it'll make me feel better. Do you ever get that like amazing... It happens every month, right? So you sort of know, and you know that the feeling of period pains is not really—it's not really like anything else. It's mm. super, super painful, but it's not really like anything else. But I always sit there and go, "What's that? Oh my god, that what? That's bad. That must be something really bad." Even though I know what it is, I'm like, "Ah." Oh. Oh God, I think that there's something in there. There's something there's like, there's like a, a big worm in there or something's oh, no, growing in there. Oh man. Like every single time I get I get like that. And I've actually found as I am going getting older, it is getting worse. Every month it feels like it gets a little mm. bit worse. And who was I talking to you the other day? You said something to me about perimenopause. I'm just trying yeah. just getting back through my see? brain fog. Brain fog. This was last week I had this conversation with someone. And they said to me, oh, it's probably perimenopause. And I went, excuse me? I am 42. And she went, well, I'm 41. And I'm in perimenopause. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it gets us all. It gets us all. Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, there are people out there who have super horrendous periods every month, the pain. 
And I genuinely think that it would be a medical reason to take a day off work. I mean, for me, today is my self-employed work from home day on working on articles, editing the pod and doing all the things at home. So I can't really take a day off that. Um, But yeah, I think it's I think that there should be logistic days for periods. Is there not? No. Well, I guess if you phoned up your boss and went, hey, I don't feel well today, I'm not coming in. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I'm I'm my boss, so <laughs> my boss lets me have the day off. My boss is pretty good like that too. My boss lets me nap. My boss lets me go into her, my diary <laughs> and go, "Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a gap. Oh, lovely. That's a, yeah, that's a nap gap. I'm right. Nap gap. <laughs> my boss is so <laughs> nice, and sometimes she can be a real bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today, my boss is being a bit of a bitch and says I can't have the day off. But anyway, hey ho, that's enough period chat. That's enough feeling sorry for me. I think you should go above the boss yeah. and go to your line manager. <laughs> that's me. And say to your line manager, my boss is being a bit of a bitch. Yeah. Can I get a bit of like, um, can I get a second opinion? <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, actually, I'll have a word with her. You just take it easy. Do what you can do. Um, and uh, it's all going to be there tomorrow. So don't worry, Anna. Just just take it easy. Do what you can do. And that's that's enough. Yeah. And I'll have a word with your boss yeah. and tell her to stop being such a mega bitch. All right. Delio. Delio. Hey, ho. This is episode 14 anyway. Do you want to do your win, Ali, for the week? Um. Yes, sir. It sounds like a boasting thing, doesn't it? It's, But it's it's relevant. It's relevant. I went up on, on Sunday, which was yesterday. Day before yesterday. Don't know what day it is. Brain fog. Menopause. I went up and uh, did the Welsh 3000s for the second time this year, which was nice. Which is what, Ali? Well, interesting you should ask. The Welsh 3000s is the 14 highest mountains in Wales. I think it's Wales. It is Wales. Because Is it North Wales or South Wales? It's in North Wales. So the 14 highest peaks in Wales are all in the Snowdonia National Park, all of them. And the Snowdonia National Park is quite large. We're not allowed to call it a that. large area. We're not allowed to call it uh, that. No, we've got to call it like Eerie, uh, Eerie now. Sorry. In Eerie. I should be better at this because I am learning to speak Welsh. Oh, I thought you were going to say you are Welsh. No, I'm not Welsh in any way, shape or form. I am not Welsh. You've My been there. lives in Wales. I've been there very many, many, many times. Yeah. Uh, my sister lives there. But yeah. she's not Welsh. My niece's name is Seren, which is Welsh for star. She Aww. lives there, but she's not Welsh. There's nothing Welsh about me. I love Wales. I just love it. I go there all the time. So, Irie, the area, Snowdonia National Park in English. Now, in that national park, there are very, very many. There's lots of different, almost like counties, little mini counties that make up the national park. So, mm-hmm. you've got the... Uh, with the massive, which is the Snowden Massive, I love it. It's called it's called the Massive M A S I F, like wicked, wicked. With the is massive, like that, right? It's like the Mont Blanc Massive. It is like the Mont Blanc Massive, and it's got um, a horseshoe of massiveness. And I'm actually going to make sure that I get this right so that I can um, say the uh, names properly because I'm I am learning Welsh, but I'm not that good at Welsh. So, and I will forget. So you got the Snowden Massive, the Glitter Eye, and then the Carnedal. Uh, now, the Snowden Massive are, is a spiky, so that includes Crudgok, Snowden, um, the one between Crudgok and Snowden, whose name I have forgotten, but I'm going to um, tell you in a second when I get there. All right, here we go. So you got Iwifta, you've got Garnadugan. So Garnadugan is between Snowden and Crudgok. It's like a mini Crudgok. You don't even know it's there, but it is there. And it's horrible. It's like a condensed crib got like uh, on the Black Coolan in um, Sky. There's a pinnacle called the Inpin, the in- inaccessible pinnacle, right? That some people, that very few people have ever been up because it's inaccessible. 
it's a bit like a small version of that. It's horrible. So you've got Snowden, you've got Guy Dugan, you've got Klubgok. Those are the Snowden massive. And then you go on to the Glitterai. So you've got Elidafor, Egan, then Glitterfor, Glitterfach. And Glitterfor and Glitterfach are bastards. Glitterfach off. Yeah, Glitterfach off, mate. <laughs> then you've got, uh, between Glitterfor and Glitterfach, you've got Castel Gwent. And then finally, the last bit of the Glitterai is Triven. And Triven is a monster. You might have seen Triven if you've ever driven down the past the Ogden Reservoir. It's the one that looks like a shark's fin. It's huge. Wow. Once you've gone over Triven, you cross the road, go across, and then you go up past the reservoir, up the Carnedau. Now, the Carnedau are beautiful. That's where you get the North Welsh horses. They're, they're so beautiful, and they're really hardy. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. And they gallop next to you. They're just incredible. And they are really moody. So don't try and cuddle <laughs> one. Uh, so once you get up the Carnedau, you've got Pene, Pene Olewen. Did that wrong. You've got Carned Daffid, Carned Lewin, Irelin, Foil Grach, Carned Gwelin, and then Foil Far. So you've got a lot up there. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's the most summits, but the nicest running. So it's a little bit like Brecon up there, sort of, in that it's a lot more rolly, but it is steep. So the total vert on this is 13,000 feet, which is however many metres that is. 3,962. Hey! Whoa, that's like right. just under what I'll be doing in my 100K. But your 100K is 100K, and this yeah. is 28 miles. Wow. Wow. So, Snowdon, the three on Snowdon are spiky as fuck. You start on Cribgot. We started, we got up at half past two in the morning. We got to Penny Pass for like quarter to four. We started to run, in inverted commas, at 4 a.m. It was raining, it was windy, and we had two mountain leaders with us. And they were looking at each other, side-eyeing each other. Without, they're like, it'll probably be okay. You okay to go up? And we were like, yeah, we're going up. Pitch black, rain and wind. <laughs> so oh. up we go, up Gribgok. Scrambly, scrambly with people that have never been up before. I've been up a couple of times, not in that weather. I mean, Ali, you're doing this motion of like scampy, scampy. However, I've seen your Instagram story where you're like, oh, it's a bit greasy on Gribgok. It was like pissing it down. <laughs> it was- <laughs> There was no scampy scampy going on there. Like in your head, maybe it was scampy scampy. However, it was like clinging on for dear life. You got four points of contact, right? One, two hands, two legs. Or in my case, five points of contact, two hands, two legs and an arse. Right? So you you claw your way up and then you get to the, you get, right, it takes ages to get up to like the summit in inverted commas. Then you have to tackle the ridge. So by the time we got up to the ridge, it was five o'clock. So it got light. But the clag was awful. It was really spinning clag. So, like, if you looked down, it wasn't like looking down and going, oh, it's really high up. It was like looking down and the clouds were moving really fast. So it was like, don't oh. look down because it makes you feel sick because the clouds are yeah. just moving, moving, moving. And um, my cloud inversion that I had in my head, you know, I've got this image. Every time I go up there, I'm like, today's the day that I'll get that cloud inversion and it will be Instagrammable. I've never had it Instagrammable, except once in the afternoon. Anyway, uh, we got across. It was It was wet. And so it's slidey. And because so many people go across it now, it's quite shiny. So there's some bits mm. of it that are quite shiny. So there's a couple of, there was a couple of slips, not me, other people. <laughs> I wasn't involved with the slips. I was like, I'm going. So I went. God. And then we had the mountain leaders with the, the people that hadn't done it before. Took ages, was wet, was awful. Anyway, we got over it. By this point, it was hammering it down with rain. It must have taken us two hours to go across Cribgok. Gone and you gone. Oh my God. 50 mile an hour wind. Couldn't, like, you know, when you're, your coats are like flapping so loud mm. and you're like this is ridiculous touch mm. the summit up to snowden touch the summit the funny thing about snowden was it was by now it was 7 a.m 
there were loads of people up there and it was raining and it was claggy and it was windy and they were all wearing tracksuits wow it's like morning morning and like the mountain leaders like yeah it's like it's all the time they're like you're actually lucky you didn't have to get in a queue i'm like it's seven o'clock on a sunday morning and they're like Mm. and it's raining and it's claggy you can't see anything like yeah it's like it's all the time now and i'm like good on you people for coming up here but still uh yeah then you run down to damp paris and it all sounds nice doesn't it run down but it's not those north wales descents are horrendous they're rocky they've got massive trees in the way they've got sheep holes bogs they take ages bum sliding Mm. everything then you've got to get up um, Elid 4, which is an absolute bastard because it's a really... So anyway, on and on and on we went. And it was, and then the sun came out at 11 and so we got these amazing views and it was beautiful and... It looked stunning. Yeah, but it's, it's, stunning. It's, it's, it's that terrain. It doesn't lend itself to running with any... So you get these stretches of maybe like half a mile where you can run, run. But if you haven't got technical terrain experience, getting down the scree slopes and stuff and down the mountains... Yeah. Getting down Triven on the, on the North Gully is really difficult. Getting up Triven on the North Gully is really difficult as well. So it's mm. like, it just took ages. And it took ages, not because we're all like rubbish, but because that's no. how long it takes. And, the, and generally yeah. the Welsh 3000s, they say, if you do it in under 24 hours, you're doing a good job. Yeah. 19, and you did it in? 19, which was quite, which was all right. Quite good. Well done, everyone. We all had a lovely time. Lovely little group. And we all, we weren't rushing. We were having picnics every two minutes. Because you've got to eat a <laughs> lot, man. And, um... And it was lovely. And if you anyone's interested in doing that, we went with Raw Adventures, who are my friend Kate and Ross's company, who are based in Snowdonia. And they basically would organise the whole thing for you. You, if you've not done anything like that before, you have to go with mountain leaders because yeah, you won't be able to find your way. If you get lost up on the glitters, you'll never be found. You'll die up there. God. Pretty simple. You know, they, we were with a mountain leader whose whose boyfriend was in mountain rescue, and they just rescued someone that had fallen off the Adam and Eve rocks on the top of Triven. Oh they were taking God. an Instagram selfie broken every bone of their body oh <laughs> god like, so like the accidents happen up there all the time so like you have to take a mountain leader with you if you're not if you're not proper i'd say if you're not lowland low, lowland moorland leader trained if you're not which most people aren't take a mountain leader with you you'll get lost yeah. or something could happen so um raw adventures they were great and then and it was great. We were having a nice time. I'm absolutely shagged. And I'm like, why yeah. am I so tired? Because I'm supposed to be mountain fit. But then I'm like, oh, you did get up at half past two in the morning. And then you went to bed at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's probably oh why God. that you covered like that amount of a sentence. And it's a long time on your feet, isn't it? To be aware. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's like doing an ultra. Like, well, it is. It's doing a super marathon because it's 28 miles. It's, it was a super marathon. I said to the, one of the lead, the guys who was taking us to the last leg, he was like, I was like, fucking, I feel like about absolute shit. He was like, in my head, as he's a runner, he was a runner, a fell runner. He's like, this is a, this is 100K. It's the equivalent of 100K because it's only 28 yeah. miles. But for the time you're out and for the, the vert, it feels like 100K. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've done a lot. He's like, and, and this, when I did this, I realized this, when I did this event, he said, I realized that I could do 100K, even though it's only 28 miles. And I did go and do 100k. I'm like, mm. okay. And it sort of makes sense because I said, usually if I'm out for 19 hours by this point, I'm at 60 to 70 miles of a 100 miler. He's like, yeah, you see, mm. that's how it feels yeah. like this. Yeah. Great stuff. Interesting stuff. Loved it. Anyway, how's your training block of joy going? Please have some wins for me from it. What a win. Well, my win actually this week isn't from the training block of joy. The training block of joy is fine. It's all right. It's ticking along. I've got some um, short runs this week because I've got the 60 kilometer beast on Saturday or maybe Sunday. I haven't decided yet. Probably Saturday because I've also got my 15k of spiky up and down this in Italy next week. So, oh, yeah. Need to give myself a couple of days rest from that. 
Yeah. So yeah, uh, training Bokajoy is fine. Um, physio again today uh, to fix up what actually is wrong with me, which we discussed last week. My win this week is at work. I uh, I work on the radio. Really? Well, I've I've never mentioned it. I've got a number of jobs. (laughs) People might not have listened before. Oh, yeah, they might not have. And I work on the radio, everyone, and a number of other jobs. And a number of other jobs. So that's my, like, grown-up job. I have the absolute privilege of interviewing the legend that is Shirley Ballas on Zoom five minutes after she jumped out of a plane. What, she actually jumped? Okay, so did she step off a private jet or did she jump out of a plane? Jumped out of a plane. She did a skydive. I love skydiving and it's one of my hobbies and i also love strictly so i'd like to know what did she wear (laughs) so well she wore she wore a parachute you can wear one yeah but you can wear whatever you want you don't have to wear a parachute jumpsuit she had she had a jumpsuit on uh not like and i'm not talking like a sequin jumpsuit either (laughs) uh, she's a little fluffy dress so she's amazing. So she was um she was doing a whole week of challenges called the Skyathlon, whereby she did she did a wing walk, she did a zip, she did like the world's longest zip line. Is that the one in Wales? That might be the one yeah, in Wales. That's the one down the road from where I was, yeah. Yeah. Zip world. And then she jumped out of a plane and she was doing it all for calm campaign against living miserably, because she lost her brother to suicide 20 years ago. And she was so like buzzing with the adrenaline afterwards. I was literally just sat in the office having a chat to her on Zoom about what she'd just done and like interviewing her to get sound bites to put on the radio. And she literally, she went, I don't think I've ever said this to anyone before, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't think I've ever properly grieved for him. And now I feel like th- like this week has really like brought the emotions up and and I actually feel like I've properly grieving for him. I was like, Shirley Ballas is opening up to me. You were like, God love her. Exclusive. A little bit. Yeah, we we use that. Yeah, and you were like, I don't, obviously, you were like, this is really lovely. The adrenaline has made her come and say some nice things. Yeah, exactly. The adrenaline had definitely given her like word diarrhea. Anyway, I think so, the adrenaline kicks doors down. I think it yeah. does. It kicks doors down in your emotional brain. And so, and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, and you have like these realizations. That's yeah. why it's so great. Yeah. So she um she was like, I'm going to do this every year. I'm going to do, but I'm going to do like different challenges every year. They need to be as big as this because I want to raise fuck loads of money for charity. She didn't say fuck loads. And she was like, so if anyone out there's got any ideas of any challenges that they think I should do, like, let me know. <laughs> hey, girls, fancy putting on a little jacket, a little bolero coming up the Welsh 3000s with me. Exactly. So I was like, hey, Shirley. I'm an ultra runner. Of course I said that. Of course I said that during an interview with Shirley Ballas. I was like, you should run an ultra marathon. Got a little clip of what she said. Want to hear it? Yes, I do. That's brilliant. I'm sure there'll be plenty of great ideas out there. I'm an ultra runner. So maybe you might want to run an ultra marathon. Okay. Well, that could be challenging at 63. But, you know, I'm up for anything. Hey, the older <laughs> ladies are doing it better than the older men, so don't you write yourself off yet, Shirley. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a that's a no, isn't it? Did you hear that? Okay. okay. No. <laughs> what she meant was no K. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> also, if you um if you were narrating this, you'd be like, or if you were doing the like thing for um the visually impaired, you'd be like, Shirley waits five seconds before saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> 
okay she's like she was like don't say fuck off don't say fuck off <laughs> okay <laughs> so i think i think we've got a little bit of work to do on shirley but i i reckon we could get her doing an ultra uh so what and also i'm not having that 63 malarkey because no on, that's on. what i thought the older ladies yeah, they don't start their like in their fifties, sixties because their kids go off to uni and they're like another. They get a new habit, they get a new hobby, and then before you know what's happened, one thing yeah. leads to another, and they're at the start line of the autumn one hundred, and that is yeah, what yeah, happens because yeah. like look at Kevin Munt, he's sixty six, he just did the beacon. Do you know what he just did the King Alfred's Way two hundred and thirty five miler and finished? God, it. I know he's oh, a male man, but he's still sixty six. Yeah, he started late, so there you go. She's got three years. She's got three years. Anyway. So yeah, that's my win. I thought it was quite cute, but maybe maybe Shirley Ballas will one day do an ultra marathon. I'd love to see it. Just sucking on my motivational water bottle. Oh god. Yeah. Um, have you got a, a grim for us this week, Ali? Have I got a grim? I probably have got a grim. Uh, I've got to get in the bin. So if I do my get in the bin, and the grim will come to me. My get in the bin is I've got an injury. Oh, is it your yeah. ankle? Iron Man here. It's got an injury. Uh, yeah. The one that it's you rolled pretty, when we did on the three peaks, yeah, yeah. it oh, keeps coming right. back. It is so sore, um, and it and I'm like, right, I've gone into uh, denial. So uh, I have called my physio. I'm seeing him on Wednesday. Yeah, but it was aching so bad on on the Welsh three thousands, and every time I came down a hill, it was like, you know, when you feel like everything's weak and you're always going to collapse. Yeah, on one on one side it felt like that. Yeah. And now even walking the dog, it hurts. So that can just get in the bin, right in the bin, because it pisses me off. You know, when you're fit and you're and you do everything right, you do your stretches, you do your rolling of the ball, you do your everything, you do your strength, you do your gym. And yeah. you're like, why is this happening? So I've got Grand Tour Skidore this coming yeah. Saturday, 47 miles up and down Skidore. Uh-huh. Eight thousand foot, lovely. It's one of my favourite races. And I'm like, please God, let him set the physio so it's okay if he if he does if he says Ali I would really rest this I will rest it because I'll deal to 100 but it's just just getting a bit it pisses me off but it happens to everybody doesn't it like it really does happen to everybody mm. it's the thing it does it does remember remember Hayley from yeah. back in the early days of the podcast when she was injured and she was yeah. feeling like utter shite because of it it is I think it is as inevitable as the sun rising in the east and setting in the west that when you are trotting around. Yeah, I just need to yeah. take a leaf out of both of our books and be like, because I'm like, oh, there's a gap in my schedule today. I'll take pickle for a run. Yeah. No, you won't take pickle yeah. for a run. You take it for a walk because it hurts. Have you iced it? Yeah, but the thing about ice, right, is when I was, the reason it swells is because it needs to fix itself. That's why it's swelling. It protects itself mm-hmm. to fix itself. And if you take the swelling off, you are stopping that fixing from happening. Mm-hmm. It will happen when you're asleep and it will happen when you take the ice off. So so ice is mm-hmm. a short-term solution to a mm-hmm. long-term problem. And I'm like, sometimes that's okay. But right now, I'm just going to leave it to be good, to, to just be swollen. I have got um, a tip that I learned when I was in the Azores from the amazing physio team that were out there. Mine was a tendon-based yeah. injury, which yours might be. Who knows? Anyway, I think it has the same. I think it would have the same effect. In order for it to heal, there's the old-fashioned rice, isn't there? There's rest, ice, compression, elevation. Mm-hmm. For the oh, I was just sticking my ankle in a great big <laughs> bowl of rice. Rice. No, that's what you do when your phone gets wet. Yeah. Oh, because when my phone got wet, I was like. Holding it up high and wrapping it in ice. 
Yeah, no. So the elevation bit of that, so um, my ankle had like ballooned and it was the penultimate day of the 250K. And I was like, I have, I've got to finish this. I need to finish it. I've come so far. So they were like, right, overnight, you need to elevate it. And I was like, yeah, but if I just put a pillow at the bottom of my bed, I'll roll over, my foot won't be on it anymore and it won't be elevated and there'll be no point. They were like, no, what you do is you get a pillow and you put it under your mattress. So it lifts the whole mattress up a smidge. So your mattress stays elevated through the night, which then keeps your foot elevated. Shut Genuinely. Ah, Genius. That is actual genius. Yes. Yeah. Gold. Hey, sometimes you guys, we give you a little bit of gold dust. That's a nugget. Podcast, and that is a nugget. That's such a nugget. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's such a nugget. So you lift the mattress. Lift the mattress. Yeah. Any, and anything. You didn't even have to use a pillow. You could just stop your back. You put towels. Yeah, you know, towels. Yeah. Or anything. Because <gasps> I love pillows. I like to have 20 pillows to sleep on under my head. So I don't want to put any of those pillows under my ankle. Right, and also, like, if if you're doing like a multi-day or if you're like um, camping in between two stages or if you're on the floor, like sleeping in a tent, then yeah, get your bag anyway. doesn't matter whether you're injured or not to help like the blood flow mm. to your legs and stuff to re- elevate your legs. Um, just put your bag underneath and sleep mm-hmm. with your feet on top of your bag. Beautiful. These are big top tips. I love them. They're very they're actually quite handy. So well done, everybody. But yeah, that's my get in the bin. I'll I'll update you when I've when I've been to see the van. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I getting the bin? I'm fuming this week. Yes. Absolutely. Fuming. I can't take you seriously in that robe. My robe. Fuming young Barbara Cartland. At my in my spa attire. No, right. Look. Take me seriously. My get in the Sorry. bin. You're I think I think you're gonna be Actually, no, I was going to say, I think you're going to be really pissed off about this as well. But I know this has happened to you. Oh, my get in the bin is people who say that they will sign up to run a race with you. And then they don't train for it. No, they don't do any training. No. So bit of context here, bit of context. Remember that race that I signed up to that I'm really annoyed that I've given my money to because I was really annoyed about their imagery on their website promoting. I was feeling your sister's going to come into this. Yeah. Jane. Jane the pain. Jane the pain. That's what I used to call her when I was little. And I still call her it now because she is. So she was like, hey, I want to do this race in September with you. Will you sign up? And I was like, yeah. So she signed up and she was like, make sure you sign up and make sure you sign up. So I did. And I paid my good money to the man. You signed up to the sexist race. I signed up to the sexist race. And I saw my sister for the first time in ages last week because my mum in my busy schedule was like, hey, uh, can you come and help me with your sister's children, please? Because she's gone off to get her eyebrows done. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I don't have time. I don't have time. Uh, but I went over there because I got picked up to go over there and then ran home. So it was actually quite good because I got like a good 16K in the bag. Anyway, she turns up to pick the kids up and I'm just about to head off to start running. Obviously, jogs her memory that, oh, we've got a little half marathon coming up because I'm stood there in my running gear. What's that doing? What's that thing Why she's she... doing over there? That seems familiar. Oh, running. running. Oh, I knew I'd forgotten something. I'd forgotten running. So she said to me, hey, are you still doing the half marathon? I was like, hey, Jane, it's in like four weeks. Yes. Are you? And she was like, well, I haven't trained. 
like and when she says she hasn't trained like there's there's different levels of i haven't trained right jane will not have been for a run since we last got together in at easter oh god oh dear god <laughs> jane is blessed in the fact that she is a p teacher at school she's quite sporty and you know she runs around after the kids but that's not the same as like running training so she you know she's she's reasonably fit but as anybody knows who's run like uh, like back in the day when you first started out running, running a half marathon is no mean feat off no training. So she said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was like, cool. Do you want me to put together like just a little plan that's just like these are the runs that you need to do to get you through this race? And she turned around and she went, no, because I won't have time to do it anyway. Is she older than you or younger? Older, four yeah, years older. That's it. Absolute classic. My sister's listening to this. Janie, you might want to turn this off now because you're about to be featured. Yeah. So yeah. this I know that your Janie did the same. Well, she's not done the same because we because because she she was doing the auto one hundred, but she but I think it's a sister thing when they're older than you, right? Because you mm. offer to say to them, like, I'll make your training plan or I'll help you with this, and they're like, No. Uh-huh. Because they're like, No, you're the little sister. So it's like, No. You want no. I can le- I can learn nothing from you. No. And it's like, okay, <laughs> all right, fine. And because you're the younger sister. You're, you have this like reverential respect for the fact that the older sister so you don't want to yeah. be like okay listen to me because I'm a grown-up I'm 42 now so I'm allowed to say what I want uh you're being a knob because <laughs> you yeah. don't want to get into like so you're just like, like I've never run a race with my sister I've run a couple of races with her where it's like we are running together so we do mm. so we've done like a few marathons together and we have and it's been really chilled and really nice mm-hmm. but I think when you say to someone like a friend or a, a loved one let's do this together you assume you will be running together right you're not just going to meet each other at the start and then not see each other all day so this is going to kind of hold you up a little bit I feel like this is going to hold you up a little bit there is the crux of the problem Ali because and I feel like this is a bit of a conundrum as well because like I've heard this before from other people who are like oh well I said that I was going to run this race with such and such and now they're really slow and I'm much quicker and I don't want to run it with them anymore because I want to run at my pace and then people ditch their friends during the race so I think there's the unwritten rule and this is the conundrum does the unwritten rule of running a race with someone mean that no matter what no matter how shit their training's been or non-existent if you sign up to a race with somebody else, do you have to stick with them for the entirety of that race? Right. Now, with this, I've got thoughts. Uh, yeah. I think that whenever I sign up, whenever I say to someone, do you want to do this race with me? So, like, for example, let's take Le Grand Tour of Skiddle. I have got, mm-hmm. I'm not joking, about 20 people coming to this race who are ultra awesome people mm-hmm. who have signed up because I've said, come and do this, it's great. I will not be running with any of them. Uh, no. My friend Kirsty Reed, who I met, like it's our anniversary, we met on Skiddle. Like it, it was like it was like a romance. We met on Skiddle, and we 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 basically we just you know swept each other off each other's feet, and we've been besties ever since. Yeah, I'll probably run with Kirsty, but she's actually pretty she's mm. pretty tasty. So I'll probably run with her maybe for a bit, but but I'm not going to. But yeah, you know, we say at the beginning we go to go do our own thing. We'll probably end up staying together. It's a bit of a laugh, but we're the same pace. Mm. And also, she's just come off late the 100. She's I know she's, this sounds awful, we're as fit as each other. I know we're as fit yeah. as each other. Now, with that situation, like a friend, sign up for a friend, I think that at the start you have to be so specific and either be like, listen, I want to run with you, so you need to train. 
please train. And if you don't train, I'm not going to run with you. That's what yeah. you got to do. And uh, anything yeah. you sign up for anyone with, you've got to have like, okay, we'll start together. But a contract. Yeah, a contract, with a, safe, a contract with a safe word. Like with a safe <laughs> word where you're like, okay, so I've got two safe words. My first one is, well, it's not, it's a safe sentence. I'm just putting my headphones in. That means stop talking to me. I'm putting my headphones in. I don't want to talk to you. Even if I don't put my headphones in, that means stop talking to me. And so the person yeah. will be like, okay, and we'll have some quiet time. And then there's always a, look, on this race, if either of us wants to go crack on, just say I'm going to crack on and there's no hard feelings. And you have that you have that conversation beforehand because after yes. it's too late. And that can destroy friendships. It can destroy friendships. And it can also put yeah. big rifts in families and stuff. I've seen, I've watched it happen. It's happened to me where I've been like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Or someone's left me. And I'm like, they're like, well, that's what I thought we were doing. And it's like, yeah, assumption makes an ass out of you and me. Indeed. And so I think it's that, but what are you going to do? What are you going? Well, are you just hoping she'll listen to this. Yeah, she won't listen to oh, this. We um, <laughs> we need to we need to put in place what what the rules are. What the rules are. I like. I'm happy. I at this stage, you know, it would be interesting for me to see what I can do a road half marathon in at this stage. But but that's it. That's all it is. Is interesting. Like I don't I don't need to run it particularly hard. I don't have any real desire to run it particularly hard. I don't want to get injured, that's for sure. Not at this stage. I was going to say, don't so, want to get injured. Like, and running a hard road marathon before, uh, like that that close to a hundred yeah. k, all it takes is one stray water bottle for your ankle yeah. to grow. And also, like, I mean, you just... I'm you know, I'm not going to get an awful lot out of it. So it's on the seventeenth of September. So it's two weeks before the hundred. So it's not like I'm going to gain any loads of fitness from running a hard half marathon or anything. So I'm not bothered about that. I'm I'm not bothered about my time. But what I am a little bit bothered about is that I just know that it's going to be like, it's going to take ages. It's going to take ages. And I'm going to have to spend the whole time being like, come on, you can do it. And like geeing her on. Maybe you should Goggins and, her. Maybe she deserves to be uh, Goggins. <laughs> Uh, I don't know I don't know but also she's the kind of person that if I'm just like being all nicey-nicey and trying to like g her on and stuff she will she she doesn't respond well to that like she'll just think she'll just be like I'll piss off (laughs) neither does my sister my sister doesn't respond well to that either yeah so I just I feel like Jane has bitten off more than she can chew because because she's done half marathons before so this will be the third time that we've done the half marathon together and I think she's in, you know, when you get that, um, you get kind of uh, like I did this after COVID when I like my training during COVID was so shit and like I just went backwards in my running and stuff. But in my head, I was like, you've run a 352 road marathon. You can do 250K across six days. You can do whatever you want to do. And I'm like, you're invincible. Yeah. You're literally a CSR. But, You've become a CSR. But my fitness is not any of those things anymore. I'm I'm back at the I was back at the beginning and starting again. But like your muscle memory and your brain memory is telling you, like, well, yeah, but of course you can do that. Let's just sign up to all the crazy shit. So um I think she's still yep. in that land of, well, I've done it before, I'll get round. And she will, but she'll bloody hurt. Okay, I've I've got a what if. What if? She's smack talking you. What if she has been training? She hasn't. Under like, I don't know, 
She hasn't. Gary House for like four months. She's had this real like good training plan. Mm. She's been only eating Morton. She's had no full meals of food. She's just been eating Morton for four months. She's like got herself down yeah. to like, I don't know, 120 yeah. for the half marathon. She's like, I'm going yeah. to fucking show Anna who's boss here. And I'm going to pretend I haven't done any training. What if she's done that? I'd be so proud of her. I'd be really happy for her and she can crack on and I will tell her I'm putting my headphones in and I'll see her at the finish. So are you going to have a conversation with her then? Yeah, well, I'm going to have to, aren't I? Because we've got to figure out, like, you know, I I need to check with her that she wants me to stick with her because if she's like, no, because you'll just annoy me, then I'll just go and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she'll probably beat me anyway because she's like just like one of those annoying naturally fit people no it doesn't matter like it's not it's not a timed thing and whatever but I the conversation needs to be had and it'll probably have to be had like on race morning or I think I'm staying there the night before so yeah we're gonna have to figure out what's going on but it just it's that thing of like people who say let's sign up to this race together to run it together and then just don't put the work in to do it just drives I me don't nuts. think I've got any friends that do that anymore. Oh, lucky you. Maybe it's because I just fucking do races that no one wants to do. Yeah, fair. Like, I'm like, oh, let's do the Pulpons Park 10K because I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. No. Um, yeah, but um, <laughs> it's really, I used to have a friend when I worked in music who, uh, his name was Ali as well, and he was one of those people that never trained for a marathon, but would just, just back out a four hour marathon. Oh. I haven't really trained. And then they just do it. And it was like, are you joking? Yeah. And you, I knew he didn't train. It wasn't smack talk. I knew he wasn't training. He was yeah. just drinking beer, smoking fags. And do fuck all. Yeah. And I was drinking beer, smoking bags, and training my ass off. Mm. And he always beat me. Yeah. He's so, oh, he's I hate people like that. Although men's anyway. men's jeans do make them naturally a little bit faster. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of a good grim that someone told me. Didn't they? Oh, go on then. Which I would like an opinion from you. Ooh. One of my clients has a broken collarbone. Well, it's it's being fixed now. And she went back to running club the other day. Yeah. And at running club, there was a man. She told me the man's name, but I won't say it on the podcast. And they were running along. And this man had just done the Lakeland 50 and was telling everybody at running club about how he'd done the Lakeland 50. Oh, yeah. And she said, oh, I'm signed up for the lap. And he went, well, the lap's a lot easier than the Lakeland 50, isn't it? Has he done the lap? No. And... Basically spent the whole run going on about how much harder all the races he had done were than mm. the races she was entered for. She's got a broken collarbone. She's coming back from it. Mm. And But not just that. It's people at running clubs who go in there to basically mentally masturbate over what they've done over everybody else that's there and just make mm. everyone feel like shit. So I yeah. said, that's my grim. I guess it's the club bore or the club boaster. Right, he fe- yeah, he feels like in a group situation that's okay. Mm. And I said, she was like, "It's really upset." He's really upset me. I said, "He hasn't upset you. You've upset yourself by like taking what he said, saying, and putting it on you, like that you're not mm. good enough." I was like, mm. "It's just words that are coming out of his mouth. It's all neutral. It's how we take those words." And basically, everything's about us because we're all we're all selfish like that. And we're like, "It's all about me." And you're yeah. saying he's saying you're shit, but you're not shit. So, but it is a dick move, though. Oh, it's a dick move. But I'm like, maybe he is, uh, like, maybe he's, like, on the spectrum. Maybe he's got, like, some communication issues. Like, maybe he doesn't realise he's doing it. So the best thing we can do, really, in this situation, is offer some feedback in a constructive way of, hey, like, I think that's really great what you've done, but this is a group where we want to really encourage people and maybe the way that you're talking about it isn't that encouraging so you could be a little bit more open-minded about people's abilities and, you know, maybe do that. 
then see if you're still being a dick. But the problem is, if you do do that, you might be a dick back. But yeah, why is it? I get these these stories quite a lot of people that come into mm. running clubs or are at running club and they're like basically like, oh, whatever you've done, I've done it better than you. And I'm and oh, that's not very far. That's not very long. Oh, I've done this. Yeah. And it's like yeah, yeah. That yeah. is running club the place for that. I, I think. Well, is that the opinion that you're after? Yeah, I just think it's 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 just like, or how I think there's a lot there's a lot of things I'm after. First off. Is this a thing that happens at running club? The running club board, yeah, yeah. The running club boaster, yeah. And secondly, how do you deal with it? Because because you can't just call somebody a knob without saying no. to them you're being a knob. <laughs> so I think the thing is, as someone who has been a member of several running clubs, and maybe I've been the running club board before and not realised because. What have you gone in and been like, oh, well, you only do a ten k? Well, I've run from London to rugby, don't you know? You've never done that, have you? No, well, no, no, I haven't. But um, I think the thing is, when you're at Run Club, like you're surrounded by like-minded people who enjoy your hobby. And I think there's um, a way of communicating your achievements that is obviously better than just belittling others. Um, And some people don't know the difference. So I just ignore it. Just ignore it. Just a bore. Move along. But like... We, do you still think as well as we should maybe make this a thing where it's like that's not how you behave or are some people just horrible or mean i like to i like to basically go well i'm going to make myself feel better by being horrible to you or well, just yeah. by, by minimizing what you've done well yeah but like you said you know you are the one not you mm. you personal you they are the one that's made it into horrible because they're the way that's the way that they've perceived it to be mm. um yeah, yeah, I guess, I I guess every, if, if we could all take a step back, step back and see everything as, and see what comes out of people's mouths as neutral, and it is really yeah. our interpretation of those words that makes us feel like shit. However, there are, as I say to this girl, I was like, however, there are still knobs out there, yeah. and some people just they do it, they do do it on purpose because they're like, I want you to see how great I am, but that's an insecurity mm. in them, isn't it? Mm. Like I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know about you, it's... right? But I'm not, and as much as we joke about, oh, I ran London to rugby, oh, I've done this, I've done that. I don't particularly like it in a setting where there's people I don't know, like a group running mm. setting when people are like, oh, Ali's done this or Ali's done that. I'm like, yeah, awkward. And I feel like I want yeah. to run away because I so don't want to yeah. be that person. But at the same time, some people are interested in, yeah. in what you've done. And it can spark new conversations. So there's such a fine line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also sometimes I have people talking to me like I'm, a, I'm an idiot and then I, w- I want to be like, excuse me, yeah. this is not my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm wearing a pink fucking buff and a pink t-shirt doesn't mean I'm that st- I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. More on that next week. Oh. Yeah. We'll wait but for now, time to move on to the playlist. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is a new thing. I've got a question. Question. It's related to our. I'm just clearing out the inbox to make sure that um we get through everything that people are sending through because I want to put a big shout out to get some more lovely bits. You're clearing out your inbox. Question. Am I am I allowed to suggest any trance tracks? Trance? Trance. Trance. What do you call how do you say it? Trance. You say trance. You say trance if you're northern. Trance tracks. Trance tracks. Uh, or is that a band genre for the playlist? You asked that. Ali Morgan Harrison Lee. Oh. Well, you don't have to let her because I, we, I break her hand. So. Yeah. Okay. You can suggest any trance tracks you like. Cool. Right. Let's look at the playlist. Thoughts? If you're getting down, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, baby. I love five. 
I um, searched for on my uh, one of my runs last week the five mega mix. It doesn't exist on Spotify. No, so come on! I'm on. sick of this. This is not fair. Mm. The five mega mix does exist. I've heard it. And what is it not with on, not putting stuff on Spotify? Someone else on Instagram. Someone else. I know. They said so. I another ghost track as they're calling it. <laughs> I know a ghost track. A ghost track. I'm finding it. What was the other ghost track? So we've definitely not. We've not found this other um... Nelly. No, but we've had some correspondence about the Nelly song. Here comes the boom. Here yeah. comes the boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Martin and Sam both got in touch and said, "Hey, is it this one that's called like Boom or Here Comes the Boom? But it's by Pod." Or do you pronounce it P-O-D? It's P-O-D. Pod. Uh, Thanks for getting in touch. It may have to be a suitable alternative because it's not the actual song, but... Is it nothing like the actual song? No, not really. (sighs) Not really. I mean, Nelly versus P-O-D. So, yeah, um, thanks for for that. Um, We've got um, some suggestions as well. Or do you want to dive in, first of all, to what we've added? We haven't really added that much. Uh, I haven't added that much. So I added Hot Dog by Limp Biscuit. Yeah, why did you add that? That came on. I just had like a little flush of inspiration. I was listening to the playlist and on my run and I was like, hey, I really fancy some Limp Biscuit today. So I put the album on and played it from beginning to end. Oh. And um, Hot Dog is the one that's got 46 fucks in this fucked up rap. <laughs> I love Fred Dust so much. Yeah, so there's a lot of F words in that one. I was running along. Um, part of my route takes me through Draycott Water, which is a nice little place for families to go on a little walk. There were lots of kids on bikes, lots of parents holding their kids' hands. And I was just running along <laughs> with my headphones on. It's a fucked up world, fucked up place. Everybody's judged by the fucked up face. And I was like, hi, kids. You okay? Um, it was great. I loved it. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I'm out and about right and I'm like if I'm in a group I did it the week at the weekend every time I come to a bridge I refer to the bridge as Matthews Bridge think it to the Matthews, Matthews bridge. bridge every bridge so whenever there's a bridge <laughs> on a race I'm like oh oh look, oh, look this is Matthews Bridge and they're like, oh, like what that's really funny <laughs> this is the Matthews Bridge or if there's a loop race you know the bit by the Matthews Bridge they're like uh. What? Brilliant. And that's the reason. It's because of that line. Yeah. Thinking to the Matthews Bridge. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Right. So that is on. Oh, so um, I would like to plead my case. For what? So something happened. I was driving home from work at the weekend and I had Spotify on and there was like this weird logo. And I was like, it was like a back, blue background with like a green circle with a, like a chunk taken out of it. And I was like, what is this? So I clicked it and it said DJ and it's like got this new york accent and it's like hey man i'm your dj and i'm gonna go back through all the songs that you've listened to on spotify and i'm gonna find some things that you haven't heard before so <laughs> it sounds like a hick it, it, it's more new york sounds like cotton eye joe <laughs> i think he's more new york and he is like so there was some bits that was like, hey, you used to love Little Mix. So now we're going back to Little Mix. And then he'd play like, there'd be, be like four Little Mix songs in a row. And then it'd be like, hey, back in 2017, you loved Ed Sheeran. So here's the mention. It's an AI nightmare. <laughs> it is an AI nightmare because then he goes, I was like, they're listening to us. They know us. They went, uh, way back when you used to love Bloodhound Gang. So here's the Bloodhound Gang. And I was like, what? 
and the ballad mom of Tracy- and dad this is the ballad of chasey lane came on now i know that in one of the episodes you banned i think it was it's episode 12 well. you banned it because yeah. it's offense highly offensive to women yeah. I'm sorry. I love women. I am a woman. I stick up for female rights. However, I appreciate that that song came up a very long time ago and it is a piss take. And it's just a sexy version of Eminem's Stan. <laughs> it's the sex pest version of Eminem's Stan. And I would like to start a version of Eminem's. You're right. They're very similar. But I never, just couldn't I stop think laughing. A town gang would be more offensive than fucking Eminem. It's so funny. It's so funny. And every time they said something else, I was just laughing so much. <laughs> so I would like to start a petition. Okay, we'll have to put it to the listeners. For the ballad of Chasey Lane to be reinstated, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it is it's funny if you can but I get so stuck on this, like whether it's because it's if you're looking at it from like this is a piss take, it's funny. Yeah. But if you look, yeah. but if you're looking at it from a, is it? It's not funny. So I'm like, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It's just a piss take. It's just a piss take. Bloodhound Gang, the bad I mean, touch. That's a piss take. Yeah, it is. It's it funny. Is, a piss take. Uh, is it? They're a comedy mm, novelty band. Yeah. I've been taking instructions from that song for quite some time. <laughs> I thought that that was. We can both watch X Files. <laughs> yeah, I thought that that was instructional. He does say at the beginning. Oh. Like, like, so I thought that maybe. I don't know. Okay, we'll put it to the audience. Thank you. Should I reinstate the balance, the balance, the ballad of Chasing? And it is, you're right, it is the pervy version of Stan by Eminem. I thought that when I was listening to it. I was like, this is just like Stan by Eminem. But um, sexy. But sexy. Uh, I'm really upset about the fact that there is no, um, f- so, sorry, the five megamix on Spotify. That's oh, no. a real oversight. But uh, we can put some more five on. But we um, we got Lucy in the DMs putting a humble submission in for the playlist. Move Along by All American Rejects. What a tune. And she says... Tell me these lyrics aren't peak mile 80 vibes. I'm going to tell you now, Lucy, um, Ali's face tells me that they're not peak 80 vibes. Okay, there is a different All American Rejects song I'll put on. How's that? Wait a minute. When all you got to keep is strong, move along, move along like I know you do. And even when your hope is gone, move along, move along just to make it through. It's a great suggestion, Lucy. I love it. Um, Ali, Lucy, I'm going to put on Swing Swing, right? Swing, it's swing the table. Uh, and um, and then I'll have a listen to that other one today. And then if it's good, I'll put both on. Move along's great. Move along, move along. Anyway, um, great. Any more playlist chat? There was someone that I can't find the DM now where somebody said to me, "Oh, this is this is another ghost song." Oh, I did. And... I saw that too, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Who is it? Hmm. Who is it? Don't know. Who is it? I don't know. Who is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there was another ghost song. Hey, do you guys know anything about ghost songs? Because if you do, then yeah, yeah. I like ghost songs. Oh, songs that like songs that maybe you dreamt about that you believe are real, and you spent days and days and days and days and days looking for them. Hey, also, I just remembered on the Bloodhound Gang thing, I did put a lot of Lonely Island. I put a lot of Lonely Island on this playlist, right? And Lonely Island are Thank kind of you. the same as Bloodhound Gang in that 
Justin Timberlake singing about dick in a box is probably along the same lines yeah. as the ballad of Tracy Lane. I will put it to the audience and we Indeed. will go with what the audience say. All right. But I've got a feeling that the ballad of Tracy Lane may well become a theme song to this podcast. Um, also, thank you, Tim Ashman, for dropping us a DM asking us crazy cats, crazy, um, to add Disconnect by Becky Hill and Jason Status. That's a banger. I really enjoyed that tune. Well tune. done, Tim. Tune. If you tune. would like to add tune. your song to the Ultra sound system playlist please post a little story on your instagram add the song to it so everyone can hear what a banger it is and tag at ultra sound system pod into your story so that we can see it and we can add it to the playlist or you could just slide us a dm with you singing it and we will try and decipher what you're singing Ooh. we can put it to the audience yeah maybe you don't know what that'd the song be good is. that sounds like that's it's like that Scott Mills Yeah, it's feature. like the detectives. It's got the Scott Mills detectives. Yeah. Also, I'd love to get some um, some voice notes. We have got a few stories from Correspondence Corner. Oh, great. Boop, 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 boop. Just to finish off with. But I, yeah, I'd like some more DMs with voice notes, please. My friend Julius keeps sending us DM voice notes, but the thing is, I don't like them because it doesn't sound like him and I keep telling him to re-record them because he sounds like this. Hello, my name is Julius Naim. I have got a voice note for you. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was in a shop, a shop that sold shoes. And the shoes were red. And I'm like, that's not, stop it. Just talk like a normal person. So Silly tends to be one that's where he's talking like a normal person, not like Robot Man. Yeah. Sorry, Julius, you're not getting on the show. Fair. Mm. Oh, also, quick late addition to the playlist. Adam Chimp Hikes says, here's a song for the playlist. Metallica, The Ecstasy of Gold. Absolute banger. I forgot to put that on this morning. Put it on amazing. I put it on now. Thank you. Okay. Great. So, yeah, if you want to send us a voice message about anything that's happened to you on a run, etc. Here is some inspiration from Correspondence Corner. This one came in on our link tree, little link tree submission. Oh, I love a link tree. It's a tree full of links. Mm. Indeed. It's, it sits in our ultrasound system bio. I'm going to maybe not name this person. It's about poo, so she probably doesn't want to be named. Uh, it starts, it's a wild poo day. Hey, I love it when people think of us when they're... Is that, is that, is that the um, title of the email? Uh, no, it's this is from Linktree. It's just the start of the message. It's a wild poo day. Oh, okay. It's a wild poo day. And she says, squat in a rapeseed field to do the deed, pull knickers and shorts up, return to waiting hubby. But I'm not comfortable. So return to said field. No, you're not comfortable. You haven't wiped your ass. Return to said field, squat again, and discover Bottom was hungry and sucked up the weeds that grow at the base <laughs> of the rapeseed. Ew! Lesson learned. Don't squat so low. A <laughs> bum ate the weeds. <laughs> Was it hanging out your bum like a dog, like a dangleberry, like a pooey dangleberry? Oh no, that's probably yeah, why if your husband loved you. You would have pulled it out. I love that. Um, that this person thought of us I, on her wild I thought that you were going to say, "I love pulling dangleberries out of my out of Neil's bottom." No, no, no. Your relationship's not that open. No, no, indeed. And also, just to clarify, it's not an open relationship. <laughs> Somebody said that. No, they said that on Instagram. They said the openness of your relationship. And I was like, Ooh. but openness. But we're not in an open pineapple people. <laughs> you got pineapples outside your or uh, pampas grass. Pampas grass is old news. Pineapples now. Pineapples right. if you're in Wales. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyone? Yeah. Hello to you both. Hi. First, thanks for the entertainment and inspiration. Here's a little bit of my background. 51-year-old dad bod, veteran of a few half marathons, bet he trained for them. Mm-hmm. 10Ks, adventure races, average kind of runner. Oh, he sounds fun. Yeah, he do. 
In February, three days after an email confirmed I had a charity place on the Great North Run, my favourite race ever, for a local hospice, I had a pretty big injury. Not an ow that hurts sort of injury that needs a bag of frozen peas and sympathy. Nope. Mine's the sort of injury that needed two doctors in a response car, an ambulance, fire engine, cutting gear, ketamine, and my right arm nearly getting ripped off. Wrist turned into a pretzel and elbow dislocated. What was he doing? I stopped breathing in A&E due to a slight miscalculation with morphine. All been there. Whilst the doctors were putting Humpty back together again. What had he done? This all sounds really dark. Mm. I don't know. He didn't actually say. This sounds like a. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a factory injury to me, or a car crash. No, mangled arm. Engine? Oh, I'm in the oh, masher. Cutting gear. Like a sausage yeah, masher. Oh, I'm in the masher. Oh. Oh. I love a masher. Anyway, our story. Our story gets more positive. Six months on, and I'm running again. It's not pretty. I've done park runs with my arm still splinted, much to the chagrin of the race directors. Great word. Well done. Ooh. Had to learn how to wipe me bum with my left hand. Still wrong. I don't know what this guy's fucking whinging about. You don't need your arms to run. Go on to the next one. <laughs> Wait. I'm still doing the Great North, though. So, here we go. Here's the crux of it. On last night's run, on our way to our hill training session with fellow runner Lauren, my daughter-in-law. Oh, we're naming. That's fine. Um, came up behind another two runners. We were at talking pace, not walking pace, kept our distance so as not to crowd them. Plus, I'd have been blowing out my ass if I'd have passed them in any meaningful way. This was fine until we came to a junction where we all had to stop and wait for a gap in traffic at a crossroads. They, the other two runners, both carried on jogging on the spot, waiting for a gap in the traffic, whilst we passed a look between us as we felt embarrassed for them what is it with these people are they desperate to keep the cardio rate going i'm happy to take a break in these moments is it just me that finds the jog on the spot brigade a bit twattish anyhow oh my God. wish me luck for september sean hey sean i love you man the jog on the, the spot brigade the jog on the spot brigade <laughs> oh it's a can of worms the can has tipped over oh. and the worms are wriggling out everywhere this <sighs> is so good I forgot, because I live in a village, I don't see any other runners. I forgot about Jog on the Spot Brigade. Yeah, they exist. They exist. And hey, look, I'm just going to hey, I'm just gonna say one more time, mm. because we say it all the time when we're doing these dilemmas, we're not the gatekeepers of runners. We're not like, you should do this, don't do that. If you're a Jog on the Spot Brigader, fine. If you are, <laughs> please tell us, though. Get in touch and tell us by email, by DM, by Linktree, whatever, why. I think Jog on the Spot Brigade are the same as Pause Your Watch Brigade. Oh. Or are they? Oh, or are they? Because Jog on the Spot Brigade wouldn't pause their watch because they're still jogging. Yeah. So maybe Stopping Brigade are the same as Pause Your Watch Brigade. Yeah. Hey, what's his name? What's this guy's name? Sean. Sean, are you Stop Your Watch Brigade? Maybe. Do you stop your watch when you're waiting for traffic? Yeah. Because Gemma know. on the 3000s, our lovely friend Gemma, yeah. she came on the 3000s yeah. and also she was incredible because she's very she was very scared of crib got but she got over it in those conditions very good. i'd be very scared of crib got he paused her watch whenever we stopped for a picnic and i'm like what are you doing he's like pause your watch. i'm like why are you pausing your watch she's like because i just do and i'm like but yeah then you don't get like the full stats like, oh it shows the full stats on going on strava as a like, time yeah but it's weird like i just find it really weird but it's not right or wrong no. and jogging on the spot is not right or wrong someone said on instagram the other week why are you always yucking people's yums and i'm like <laughs> we're not Yuck, I like that. 
we're not yucking people's yums. <laughs> it's ju- we're just it's we're trying to make jokes out of people, which means not taking people seriously. Like we're not saying you're a bad person. Like we don't shit. take ourselves we're seriously. Just, yeah, it's a we're taking a view yeah. of everybody. And I totally forgot about Jog on the Spot Brigade, and I'd like to know more about them and their logic. Yeah. Please. So of them. Part of the brigade. Get in touch. This we need to do another poll. We've got polls coming out of our, coming out of our eyeballs. By the way, we need to get we need to get some polls up. Yeah, jog on the spot brigade. Do you jog on the spot at a road crossing? Yeah. Hey, that's it, man. It is. That what is... are you doing this week? Oh, you're doing a big one this weekend, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're doing sixty k. You said you're doing sixty k. I am. I am indeed. Where are you doing that? Well, yeah, I haven't decided yet. I it's I haven't got to it yet. Um. I don't know. Well, I have... Come to Grand Tour Skidoo. I'll get you a late entry for that if you want. I'm um, all right. For that. I'm all right. Why not? Nah. I don't want to come. Nah. Good practice in the late district. Do you know what? No, but do you know what? Fuel is so fucking expensive. If I was saying this mm-hmm. the other day, if fuel wasn't so expensive, I would have spent every weekend training in the Lake District. Like, it's not to do, like, obviously it's like a four-hour drive. I don't care about the driving. It's about just how much money it's fucking costs mm-hmm. so no um and also it's bad for the environment no i am um, i'm gonna probably i'm gonna stay local uh, uh but i haven't decided whether that means <clears throat> do it from my house or because i could just follow the big bear ultra 50k route and add a bit on which basically goes from my house mm-hmm. um but doesn't have much elevation which at this stage with old ouchie i'm just going to see what the physio says mm-hmm. um because then I've got my elevation the following week because the next time I'll speak to you I will have done my ETC UTMB ETC oh nice exciting so yeah and you are doing Skiddle as long as my my ankle plays ball but if I'm not running Skiddle then I'll be volunteering because I've got my own aid station because I'm posh like that you've got your own aid station Ultra Awesome have got their own aid station at the bottom of the trig. It's in my gazebo. Of I've course. had a new tattoo and it's scabbing everywhere. It's absolutely disgusting. It's beautiful, though. It is beautiful. It is beautiful, but it's also scabbing. Yeah. Everywhere. Scabs. Like scabs. Scabs. Great. Okay, I love you. Thanks for that. Uh, listeners, we love you too. <gasps> One more thing before we go. Something yeah. happened. We crossed, we crossed, a. what was it? What did we cross? A precipice? A bridge? We A boundary? We Matthew's Bridge! We've crossed! Matthew's Bridge. Take it in the Matthew's Bridge. Bridge. Yeah, and it is John Otto for one <laughs> night only. Um, and I'm DJ Lethal. That's who I'm going to be next week. DJ I'm, Lethal, next, bring it on. Next week is Anna. Yeah, next week this podcast is presented by Fred Durst and DJ Lethal. Oh, I'm going to put my red cap on. 100% and just say fuck 74 times. Yeah. Well, Anna, how many downloads have we reached? I can't quite believe this. Thank you to you wonderful, lovely people who listen week in, week out to this nonsense. We have hit, well, we've gone well over now, 10,000 downloads. I don't understand. (laughs) I I was trying to understand this. I was like, well, does that mean that the 100 people that like us have listened to it like a thousand times each or something? Or like I've downloaded loads? Like, hmm. No, it doesn't. It actually means we've had 10,000 downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who keeps leaving reviews for us as well. It all helps spread the word. We love it. We do it for fun. And it's just a bit of a, a passion project. We love the Jog on the Spot Brigade, the Pause the Watch Brigade, the Brag at Park Run Brigade, the Park Run Dad, the Super Marathon Runners, the Marathon Runners, the 10K Runners, the Half Marathon Runners, the Ultra Runners, the Walkers, the Joggers, the Annoying People Park Run, the Happy... We like it. Uh, no. 
apart from the people who sign up to races and don't train for them. Oh, yeah. And also Park Run Dad. We'll discuss him next week, too. But everybody else, <laughs> we done. Um, no, seriously, though, it's great. And we can't actually believe it. So it's one of those things, you know, where, you, where someone says, well done, and you go, yeah, go away. And you just crack on. It's Ooh. been one of those things. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. so uh, yeah thank you so much and please do keep your stories coming in we couldn't do this pod without you you are the backbone of this sometimes me and Ali do fun interesting things but sometimes we don't and we need content so uh, yeah Mm. send us an email to ultrasoundsystempod at gmail.com send in your voice notes preferably by DM to Instagram at ultrasoundsystempod and we'll catch you all next week Mm. and remember that if you know me and Anna personally you can't just WhatsApp us a voice note oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we're not giving out our phone numbers just yet because we're not that desperate for content. Okay, <laughs> we love you. We'll speak to you next week. We love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye.